Hey, thank you so much uh, for joining us, everybody out there. Welcome to Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Uh, my name, as always, is Stephen Craig, host of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. And uh, so happy to have you join us, all my fellow truthers out there. Um, I know it probably seemed like we actually missed last week. Uh, we didn't. I, um, for last week's column, Everybody's a Tourist Somewhere, uh, I actually did a uh, really fantabulous, and yes, I realize that that's not a word, uh, did a really fantabulous um, interview with uh, Federica Brisson. Um, and uh, she is the host of a, a really fantastic podcast. If you haven't checked it out already, please do. It's called Technoculture. Um, really fascinating in the uh, work that she does in regards to um, how technology uh, in, impacts uh, modern day life and the way that we go about living it. Um, and uh, she was gracious enough to come on the podcast last week. Um, I'm just doing some final editing on that. Ironically enough, uh, part of the reason for that is that I was, um, I, uh, <clears throat> I, we actually did, uh, Frederica and I did the interview right before I took off uh, for a few days to Mexico. Um, and, you know, ironically, here I am doing a podcast about everybody as a tourist somewhere. Well, uh, I was definitely a tourist and, uh, and so came to uh, the Montezuma's Revenge and, uh, and was really quite sick uh, for the last day or so that I was in Mexico and the first day or two I came back here. Uh, but feeling great right now. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll be getting that. Um, we'll be getting that. Wanted to do some final edits on that. Um, on that interview with Frederica, and uh, we'll have that up uh, later this week. So uh, thank you for, uh, thank you as always for tuning in, and uh, I think you're going to really like that interview. Uh, this week's podcast um, is uh, of a somewhat different nature, and uh, this week I turn my attention uh, to the selfishness that I think is, um, that it has taken over the United States. And, you know, the the column itself um, starts off with a, a general discussion of, of selfishness as a whole. And to be honest, I, I've seen it all around. We've, you know, as we go, um, you know, I used some of the examples um, in our society about people, the climate ch climate uh, change deniers who sit there and go, I don't give a damn. I have a right to have this big, you know, gas guzzling car. They rip the muffler off it so that it's even more... Um, impactful to the environment as if like giving the giant middle finger to everybody else in, uh, <laughs> you know, has to breathe air. And, um, but it, it's even as simple as things, you know, I've been on the, um, I was on the bike path riding the other day as I often want to do. And I went to go like the bike path is, you know, going and flowing in both directions. Some people are riding right next to each other, making it really hard for anybody else to pass them. And I asked him nicely to move over and he's like, no, we won't. And you're like, holy shit, your selfishness just like they, there's this pervasive sense of I have a right to be an asshole and I'm going to. And it's begun to really uh, rear its ugly head in our country as a general whole um, throughout our society, this idea. And of course, um, it's a lot of people who point to their quote unquote right well, just because you have a right to be an asshole doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and that is uh, becoming, that's the big problem, is that these people have been emboldened uh, by someone like Donald Trump, who I think 
um, as I point out in this week's column, is, is the perfect embodiment of everything that is wrong with the United States. This idea of, uh, this idea of uh, whatever, whatever is best for me, whether that be starting a, an insurrection uh, on the Capitol in order to get what you want, or, um, or whether it be passing tax cuts for the wealthy who don't need it, uh, and clearly should be paying more of their fair share, or else, uh, you know, if you have enough money to send yourself into space on a penis rocket, you have enough money to maybe help uh, the people at the lower end of the economic scale, just maybe. Um, you know, where we I wrote about just uh, the week before about um, how the labor shortage is, is at least helping to increase wages in this country, but the minimum wage is just preposterously low. Um, and so we have, uh, and we have that kind of selfishness as well. But this this week's column really sort of focuses and uh, focuses in on how that selfishness has uh, has begun to manifest itself in the COVID nineteen pandemic and uh, the refusal of so many people to get shots. Now, what's crazy to me is, as I said, I just got back from Mexico. And folks down there are wearing masks almost everywhere, especially indoors. Um, and here folks are, and we were in Cabo, San Lucas, and it was unbelievably hot. And these folks are wearing masks around um, so that their tourist industry can stay open, right? Nobody's mandating it to them. They're doing it for their own protection um, because they know that a lot of unvaccinated tourists are coming to their area. Um, and instead of being jerks and mandating that everybody, you know, they don't want their tourist industry to suffer. Uh, and so instead of making people be vaccinated, they themselves have gone to wearing masks to protect themselves from the really uh, far more deadly um, and far more uh, transmissible um, Delta variant of, of COVID. And, you know, several weeks ago, Gosh, maybe it must have been right. It was right around the time when I, I got my vaccine back, I think in May, uh, which was about as soon as I could get it. <clears throat> the um, was Actually, I got it back maybe even in, in March. But I wrote a column called uh, Vax, Wax, and Relax, Baby, in which I basically said, you know what? If these people don't want to get, you know, these the stupidity of the people who don't want to get vaccines uh, is mind-numbing to me. The, the evidence is clearly out there. Um, there are two, right? There are two choices that you can make. You can either get the vaccine or you can not get the vaccine. And there are certain risks associated with each. But if you just look at the medical science, the risks are not even close to comparable. Um, the death rate, over 350,000 Americans died from COVID in 2020. Uh, there's no disputing those numbers. I know some people have suggested that, oh, you know, like that the government has, you know, tried to inflate the numbers by ascribing everything to COVID. Well, there's a really easy way to determine how many deaths essentially, you know, estimated anyways, were due to COVID. And that is you take the average number of deaths uh, over a past 10 year period, and you compare them to the number of people that died in 2020. And guess what? The difference in that should be the number of people that died from COVID. And you know how what that difference is? You can look up the data for yourselves. It's about 350,000 people. They're not fucking around. 
the scientists, the people that these people who have become science deniers and say that people, the people you can't trust is scientists. It's mind-blowingly stupid that somehow Fauci is less believable than Trump, who blatantly lies about everything, including the fact of how big his crowd size was. I mean, you've seen it time and time again. Who was caught uh, on his interview with Bob Woodward admitting that he was lying about COVID. Caught red-handed lying about it, and still people sit there and doubt what people like Anthony Fauci, scientists, people who have no skin in the game other than to try to protect the American people, um, epidemiologists, people that are smarter than them um, are saying. And, and, you know, it's funny. It used to be, you know, in this country that, that I, I'm sorry to say, it, but stupid people, listen, I, I don't consider myself to be an unbelievable, like a smart person, but I know enough to listen to people that are smarter than me. And uh, especially in subjects that I don't know much about. And I don't know a lot about epidemiology. So you know what? I listen to people that know more than I do. And the crazy thing about the internet is that now everyone can have a voice. And so people trust people, liars like Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump and God knows and, and who else, Rick Santos and other people on um, on social media platforms and elsewhere over proven scientists because the scientists are the ones that are lying to you but despite their stupidity they have a right to their stupidity but what they don't have a right to and this is where i think things have changed in this whole the dynamics of the pandemic is that they don't have a right to force that stupidity on everyone else and what we've begun to see in the last couple weeks are the ramifications of their stupidity and their refusal to get vaccinated on everyone else, right? Mass mandates are coming back. We know that mass mandates, the CDC is recommending now that students who go back in the classrooms are going to, are going to, um, are going to have to wear a mask. We're watching, uh, some businesses, right? Some businesses that are, you know, the talk about having to, you know, um, close bars and restaurants for certain hours again, in order to stop the spread. And most importantly, the people who are impacted by this more than anyone, the hospitals and the and the healthcare workers who have been overburdened now for going on almost two years. These people are worn out. And these people who can't be bothered to go get a vaccine. And by the way, these are the same fucking assholes who sat there and said that they could that they wouldn't wear masks. For, to help out everybody else and to try to be a member of society. That's the selfishness we're dealing with. That their quote-unquote right to not wear a mask, which is nonsense, and then their right to not get a vaccine, should usurp the rights of everyone else. And they should be able to force their quote-unquote rights and the impacts of those rights onto everyone else. And they shouldn't. I'm not going to go so far um, and by the way, the other impact on hospitals is that we've begun to see that hospitals are, are hospital beds are being taken up once again by COVID patients. And so um, a number of uh, non-mandatory surgeries are and procedures are being put off. These people are having to wait. So a lot of this is preventative care. 
things that would really help people live healthier lives. And they're being told, you know what? Sorry, we can't do that procedure right now because we have too many COVID patients in our ICU. So that's what these, this idea that somehow or another that these, these selfish assholes who've decided to not get the vaccine, that their, their behavior and their choices only impacts them is ludicrous. When we live in a society, our decisions have impact on those around us. And their decision not to have get a vaccine is continuing to let this pandemic thrive even well past the time when we could all be going back to normal. Um, and it's having far-reaching implications in our society, and they just don't give a damn. They're just so focused on their own selfish, quote-unquote, rights. Now, I'm not sitting there suggesting that the government should ever be in a position of mandating that. Um, but you know what? We should be doing what France is doing. And that is that we should be telling people, fine, don't get the shot. But then you don't get to enter the public sphere and thus thrust your choices on everyone else. You don't get to go to restaurants and go spread your disease everywhere. You don't get to go to concerts. You don't get to go on an airplane and travel. That you are going to, at some point or another, um, and we're starting to see some employers already mandate vaccines. Um, we've watched the NFL this week sit there and go, you know what? Players, we're, we're not going to force you to get a vaccine, but we're not going to let your stupidity impact our business. And so the NFL came out this week and, and set some pretty tough guidelines saying, you know what? If a COVID outbreak occurs and it causes uh, the league to miss a game, the players are going to miss their paycheck. Now, the only thing I would have suggested is that the fine should have fallen in strictly upon the players that are unvaccinated and making those choices, but they're relying on peer pressure to hopefully um, push people in the right direction. I'm suggesting that perhaps it's time to use uh, the carrot and the stick, i.e. you don't get to enter the public sphere until such time as you make this a decision, start making decisions that benefit your entire community rather than just your selfish ass self. And with that in mind, I give you this week's truth in a thousand words or less. America, the selfish. You know what, folks? I take it all back. All that stuff I've said for years now about how Donald Trump did not represent the values of this country, yeah, I was simply wrong. Now, this column is not about that bloviating warthog, but I think it is imperative at this moment in time to recognize how he's become the living embodiment of our nation's dysfunction as we slide numbly but inevitably into our period of decadence. The points of comparison are obvious. As you watch the ex-liar-in-chief chow down on a bucket of KFC only to then strain to fit into a pair of tailored golf pants, we are instantly reminded of the gluttony that has beset our nation's corpulent youth. Likewise, when you see half of our nation so easily manipulated into continuing to believe the big lie regarding widespread voter fraud in 2020, despite insurmountable evidence to the contrary, who can help but not think of the orange creamsicle going on national television to proclaim the recuperative powers of hydrochloroquine, all due to the highly dubious testimony of a doctor who had previously written about the corruption of our bodily fluids with demon sperm? And you thought Dr. Strangelove's General Jack Ripper was over the top satire, huh? 
Yes, we have become just that stupid. So much so that numerous hospitals had to treat patients who had swallowed bleach upon the recommendation of Trump himself. But those are not what I'm even referring to here. No, what Trump truly highlights in our national disposition is selfishness. Pure, unadulterated self-interest. How else can one describe the shocking self-absorption we have seen sweeping our country as of late, all in the name of protecting their freedoms? For years now, we have watched pathetically ignorant demonstrations of climate deniers who have ripped their mufflers off their vehicles so they can intentionally thumb their noses at the environment. Meanwhile, the American West is burning to the ground and East Coast hurricanes are becoming more frequent and devastating, just as climate scientists said they would. But hey, too bad if you lost your home to fires, floods, or hurricanes. These morons had the right to drive whatever car they wanted. And your house and the environment have to take a backseat to their God-given right to kill the planet we all live on with their pollution. We have also watched as our Republican-controlled legislature pass tax cuts to benefit the wealthy, even though tax documents suggest that many of the wealthiest Americans don't even pay their fair share of taxes in the first place. Never mind that the schism between poor and wealthy has continued to widen to untenable levels, these rich bastards need to have even more of the economic pie known as our nation's GDP, leaving mere crumbs for everyone else. And what have they elected to do with their unrestrained wealth earned on the back of a quickly vanishing middle class? Yeah, shoot themselves into space with penis rockets. Go fuck yourself, Jeff Bezos. But perhaps nothing better represents our nation's mind-numbing descent into self-absorption more than the refusal of half our nation's adult population to get vaccinated in the midst of a devastating pandemic. Even as new cases of the highly contagious and deadly Delta variant continue to rise, these selfish assholes continue to thrust the giant middle finger into the faces of everybody else. Screw the beleaguered healthcare workers who have been tirelessly devoting themselves to the well-being of everyone for almost two years, but who are now again being pushed to the brink of mental and physical exhaustion, caring largely for those who would willingly refuse to get a simple shot in the arm. These unvaccinated folks have the right to deny science and refuse to get vaccinated. And hey, it's their choice, and their choice only impacts them, right? Uh, not exactly there, Jethro. You see, when you live in a civilized society, our individual choices and actions often have complex and nuanced impacts on all those around us. As we witness a surge in hospitalizations, our health care system is again being pushed to its inherent limits. Other needed medical procedures, many performed in the name of preventative care, are having to be pushed to the back burner as hospital beds and other resources are consumed in the care of largely unvaccinated COVID patients. Meanwhile, the CDC has revised its mask mandate, and many kids who have already endured an academic year of loss and strife will be forced to go back to wearing masks in classrooms again in the fall. But they won't be alone. Mask mandates are coming back throughout the nation. Also, the exact same people who balked petulantly at wearing masks in the first place can now go about putting their misinformed politics ahead of the national interest and avoid getting vaccinated. In recent days, I found myself going back to wearing a mask in certain settings. And why? After all, I'm fully vaccinated. And while there have been some breakthrough cases in the vaccinated population, 
Estimates are that 98%, if not higher, of the COVID hospitalizations and deaths are occurring in the unvaccinated population. So why should I give a damn about helping protect these self-involved idiots from a ravaging illness? Because unlike them, I actually give a shit about people other than myself. Ironically enough, many of these unvaccinated science deniers recant their uninformed decision once they are sitting on a ventilator desperately grasping for the breath of life. But that only serves to highlight the selfishness that underlies their decision-making. It is only once COVID has hit them, has wreaked havoc on their personal well-being, that they finally decide that maybe they should have listened to the countless world leaders and epidemiologists pleading with them to get the vaccine. In the end, it is this limited perspective that all that matters is what happens to you that serves to underscore the selfishness that defines the modern American mindset. So yes, I guess we really do have a lot in common with our former president. Except even he was smart enough to go and get himself vaccinated. That's it for this week, folks. Hey, by the way, I am going to be on the Dow podcast. Um, that's uh, T-A-O, in case for those of you who are not so familiar with Eastern religion. Um, I am going to be a guest on the Dow podcast this week. Um, check it out. Listen to them. They have a great podcast as well. I'm going to be actually talking about this very topic, um, about the uh, refusal of so many people to get vaccines. Um, so check it out. Check them out as a general whole. Um, but as I said, I'll be, uh, I'll be doing recording an interview with them uh, this coming Saturday morning. Uh, so check that out. I'll put out a link on um, all of my social media uh, in order for you to be able to access that as well. Should be a really interesting and fascinating discussion. They have uh, they've been uh, reporting on the pandemic since the really since the very beginning uh, and have been doing a really wonderful job at doing so. So if you get a chance, uh, go check it out. It's called the Tao T A O, the Tao Podcast, um, and uh, it's a really interesting coverage of the of the pandemic. All right, folks, that'll do it for this week's Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. We'll be back next Thursday, um, and look for, uh, once I get it up, it should be later this week, uh, look for the um, the interview I did in regards to my column, Everybody's a Tourist Somewhere. Uh, listen for that interview with uh, Federica Bresson. I promise you it's well worth your time. She's uh, a really uh, a fantastic guest, uh, and it was a really um, unbelievable discussion. So check that out when you get a chance. Otherwise, we'll be back here next Thursday with another episode of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Until then, everybody, peace out, y'all.